We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hey, everybody. The dress is golden, golden white, by the way. This isn't working. It is blue and gold. Fuck all of you. I don't know what we're talking about. We are um, talking about midweek. God damn it. Do it right or pay the price. I don't know what's happening. Amen. What is the name of this week's show? What, what, what is the title of the show? Uh, you should answer that question, Mike. The Midweek Never forget. <laughs> are you sure you don't like the name Midweek Mainstream Professional Wrestling that I came up with? Because that's nope. not wordy at all. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm hosting the show this week. Uh, for reasons that we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, but joining us this week, uh, Riz. Hi, Riz. Hi. <laughs> <I hate> intro. <laughs> That's a, a horrible introduction. Thank God you're a ring announcer and I'm a, wow. ring, a, a, a no. commentary and not a ring announcer. Thank Christ. Riz, how are you this evening? I'm doing better now since you kind of just said, hey, how are you doing? And there's nothing else. I mean, I was kind. Mad Mike, how about you? God damn Man. Jesus! No setup no, at all! You know what? <laughs> no setup! It's like, hey, and here's Hi. our man from the Bronx, Mad Mike! Like, Hi, Mad Mike. Amen. Hi, Riz, how are you? And back to our Texas correspondent, at least in San Antonio, Amen! Matt, what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> I'm just sitting here chilling with the. Uh... The Jar of Mid-Carters. Um, let's see how going. many we're on SmackDown tonight. One, two, All of three, them. four, five, six. Oh, dear. All right. God damn Back it. To you, oh, are, are you playing in NXT Mid-Carters, too? No, no, no. no. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in their own special There's no such thing as an NXT Mid-Card. Really? Tell that to Bull Dempsey. <laughs> and also we have Tony Garza. He is here as well. Hey, what's up, guys? At least he gets an intro. Today I'm broadcasting from my cell phone because my computer's being a little bitch. Oh. I mean, I, I, congratulations to Garza. He finally he he gets an intro out of everybody. The thing that we got. Does Just because it was lengthy doesn't mean it was good. Does Garza get an intro because he's our boss? That's kind of yeah. And you, where can you get a? Where can we be the boss? Can be our boss too by going to Patreon and donating uh, a minuscule amount uh, to uh, the. My, I don't know what Mike. I I hand you a segue on a silver platter, Eamon. I quit here. My God. I I quit. This is off the rails. I am so sorry. Matt is a better host than Eamon at this point. Well, we're still Matt going with this. By the way, the way of, the reason I'm hosting this thing is because I only lost one show this week. Uh, so <laughs> that was decreed that I would have to host this thing. Um, that, that is the punishment for everyone who 
doesn't watch the shows. Oh, it's very yeah. Unique. That's very why when, when this show used to be just NXT and Impact because Riz never watched Impact, he always hosted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, I think Riz just left. Yeah, Riz just bailed. Oh, yes, man. I did. Uh, so <laughs> since we're not going to Riz's segment, uh, and we normally do start with SmackDown, which is Riz's segment. Uh, uh, so the underground. Let's, let's switch it up. I mean, it up I mean, you had, another, you had somebody else there, Eamon. There was somebody else there. We'll get to you in a second. I'm running this ship, as they say on ships. Uh, tell you guys. Let's do this. Let's talk some lucha. What is your one word for this week's episode of Lucha? Uh, excuse me. That is una palabra. What is your una palabra? Para... I... Para I don't know. Okay. Example, right? This is so bad right my, now. My una palabra for Lucha on the ground is going to be a brawl. Nice. Brawl. Very nice. Perfect. That show. Okay, yes. so, so now jumping into things, what is your bueno? Huh? Okay, my. Huh? So, let's get on. My bueno. So, like, just, like, putting aside the awesome match that Aerostar and Drago had, I want to, like, specifically give my good, my bueno, to Dario Cueto saying that this is now a best of three out of five matches because that just means we're going to get more Aerostar versus Drago. They need to work on the editing of the match, though. Yeah, yeah, like, there was a lot of botches in this match, but I actually felt the botches made the match look, like, more realistic, I guess, in some way. Yeah, I mean, but if they they botch moves, they should just show it, because they they did some odd cuts, like, and I don't even look for stuff like that. If I notice it, people who look for that kind of stuff are noticing a lot. that's, That's one of my sort of pet peeves, I think, which is studio wrestling is that sometimes that kind of stuff is getting kind of overproduced, and sometimes botches are natural in wrestling, so... Yeah, it just I mean, I mean, look at Sabu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you made a career of it. So... Yeah, that's my, that's my point now. So, in turn, what is your mal? Okay, for my, for my malo. Uh, on this one, I'm really pushing it because it's not really bad, but uh, I felt... The King Cuerno versus Johnny Mundo match, they ended it at the point where the crowd was the hottest. Like, I just felt like, oh, I need a little bit more fighting. But That's fair. They just, like, like they should have ended it at a point where they are both down. Yeah, yeah, at, at least that's good. I just felt like, man, I was really, really hot at that point. I, I wanted more. I was craving blood. <laughs> Okay. And right the Dario's hands. <laughs> and and because I've forgotten the word Riz. Cambio. <laughs> I took I two semesters in Spanish. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> the thing you okay, were saying, so, which is your... Okay, for my Cambio uh, okay. this week, I actually want to hear your guys' opinion on, on what you thought about this segment. I'm talking about the segment between Dario Cueto and Sexy Star. Because I'm 50-50 on this. Like, part of me 
liked that Sexy Star was just happy that, I mean, she's okay taking on Rick because she knows it's getting closer to, t to getting her hands on the group. But my cambio would be that once, uh, like, Dario tells her that he, she, that she needs to fight Rick, she should have a face like she's fighting 1999 Kane. Uh, she should be worried. And, oh, no, but like, I think I think that takes away from her character. Yeah, instead she but, had the face like, uh, instead of having... That's the thing. Like, I think at this point, uh, it wouldn't hurt her that much to show a little concern or just, like, like getting worried a little bit. And I think that's actually a step forward on her character, that I, she's not... She has flaws. I, I think, because I actually did watch the clip of that segment specifically, um, the one thing I would say is maybe not to show, like, intimidation on her part, but maybe... I, I was surprised she didn't show more, like, disgust, because... It seemed like a very obvious like ploy by Dario to you know mess with her and try to get take her out of the picture pretty much. So I'm shocked that she wasn't like more like put off by it, not necessarily like worried or scared or anything like that, because I do think that would kind of go against her sort of stronger character. But that she wasn't more, you know, irritated, uh, irritated, or understanding of the fact that it was a ploy. I guess you could say. I I mean I. I don't know if I'd change anything about that segment. I love the character of Sexy Star. Like, that like that whole promo she gave, it was very, very impassioned, especially for someone who just essentially had a three-on-one last week and won. Granted, there was a little bit of a distraction, but otherwise Big Rick didn't get involved in the match, and she was actually able to win fairly legitimately. Like... I, I wouldn't change anything about that segment, personally. Except maybe, you know, have her be a little bit more irritated that it didn't go her way. But, yeah. Uh, but, but Garza, there is one thing that we have to talk about. What is this? Um, Lucha Underground is becoming a Marvel movie, and I'm okay with it. Because, <laughs> because now we get after credit scenes... And uh, Black Lotus was tied up in a trunk by a random luchador. Yeah, I actually my my video feed didn't see that. I didn't see that, but I read the the recap afterwards. So oh. I'm not really, I'm not even sure who the luchador was. I believe well, I read somewhere that it was well, well, luchador from the first episode that was talking to uh, Prince Puma. Yeah, I, I heard I heard a rumor that it might have been the guy from. From like the opening, that was initially okay. talking to Puma, but I mean, I thought that to be just like a general dude, and that he wasn't a character because mm -hmm. he hasn't made an appearance on the show since. But I'm just super excited about it because it's. I'm telling you, this Matanza Dario Cueto's key, it's the best thing going in wrestling right now. And yes, I'm including Kevin Owens in that. It's the best thing going because I have. No idea where the hell it's going, and I'm totally cool with that. Better than not knowing where it's going is knowing that it's going somewhere. That's that's the best feeling of all when yeah. you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. By the so, way, if he does have a giant like Blanca luchador, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> that's a promise. That is a promise. 
So, uh, moving into the show that I didn't have to cover this week, thank God almighty. Uh, SmackDown! Riz and Matt Carlin's going to be taking over SmackDown. Oh, the tag team champions reunite. Tag Woo. team. Uh, so, uh, one word for SmackDown, each of you. What would you say? Hmm. Mm. Well, Eamon, there's really no correct, only one correct answer for the one word this week, and that is Axel Mania. 28. Even though Axel can't really put things on the um, Titan Tron. He'll get better at that. It's okay. How about oh. you, Miss? Coach. I was going to say, if, 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 Riz didn't say, if Riz didn't say coach, you guys have failed in this endeavor. Coach. He told me about this before the show started, and I'm not No, happy. Eamon, you need to watch it. Eamon, you, a, you actually need to watch it. You actually you need, need to, to watch it because R-Truth has been doing commentary, and I think he can pick up a few pointers, Eamon. He's pretty good. No, Eamon, do you remember when, do you remember when R-Truth... Um, was dressing like a Confederate soldier and saying he was scared of spiders in the briefcase. I do remember that. Did, did you, you remember like how that good part? that was? Yeah, did you like that version of R-Truth? Oh, that was a very good version of R-Truth. He is back. Yeah, he's back. He's back. Yeah, he's back. It's it's like he's looking at WrestleMania. It's like it's capital punishment all over again, baby, and I'm getting a paycheck. Second question. Bam! Uh, second question. Is he still saying, whoop, there it is? I don't believe he did. No, not yet. I may watch it. I was acting like he was in a Looney Tunes cartoon for a brief period of time. That's another thing to mention, guys. For those that don't remember Capital Punishment 2011, R-Truth was main eventing a pay-per-view once. Yep. What is that? He also main evented Survivor Series. Oh. Uh, I was at that one. The Rocks Return. Oh, Oh, yeah. So, good thing about uh, SmackDown. Wow. Jeez, Eamon, you're, you're mean today. I don't want to talk about our truth Because <laughs> my good is our truth I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, he, he's, he came out of nowhere. Our truth could have better promo than Roman Reigns did. Yes, that. he did. So, not only one... Cruises and shit. Not only one title change... There were two, my friend, two title changes in one night. Uh, but yeah, Art Truth has won me over, and I don't know if it's just because I'm gullible or it's really working. But it, it's to, for me, it's really working. I think it helps that we expect so little from SmackDown that anything that gets a tiny laugh out of is instantly the best thing on the show. Mm. The, the only real problem with it is that it's got this, like, Alicia Fox drop, dumping soda on herself vibe to it, where it's like, in two weeks, it could all be over and never spoken of again. So, <laughs> it's true. It's it's gonna gonna have to enjoy it. Hey, uh, Matt, so, uh, Matt, Matt, what's a good thing? Well, my good thing was kind of on that same thing. It's kind of this, as much as I kind of, like, am not a fan of doing a huge multi-man intercontinental title match at WrestleMania... Like, Call the melting it. pot is kind of interesting, and um, it does kind of, it sucks that my boy Wade Barrett has to lose every week to create new title contenders. I'm guessing he's going to lose to, like, ten people, and that's what's <laughs> going to happen. If you could beat Wade Barrett, you get to go to WrestleMania. Um, yeah, but the interactions with Ambrose and Truth are funny, and... Mm. 
poor Brian, I guess, is going to get dragged into it. I guess that's not the worst thing in the world, but... Well, yeah, on a show with a lot of forgettable and bad, it's it the IC title thing is is at least interesting and fun to watch. It'd be awesome. Go ahead, Garza. No, go ahead, Garza. I was gonna say that it would be awesome if the next shows we get people just just like pledging and asking Barrett for a match just because they know it's a ticket to WrestleMania. <laughs> I want to see like a queued up line of like seven people at the gorilla position on Raw on Monday night, I, and they're like, "I'll go in, I'll go in." You know, for, see, back, you know for back, Zack Ryder's first in line. I was gonna say, I want to yeah. see Zack Ryder knocking on his locker room door or waiting outside of it, like, "Oh, uh, sup, bro? Uh, yo, hey, yo, I, I love the bad news, bro, and stuff, you know." Uh, he has like the has just like a. Giant chicken wing he found in catering. <laughs> chewing on it. Uh, uh, okay, so let's talk about some of the not so good stuff. Uh, Matt Carlin's. I'll go to you. What is your bad for SmackDown? Um, my bad this week is Stardust. Um, what? I kind of came what? to this revelation while I was uh, talking to one of my buddies. About uh, kind of where this whole Stardust thing is going, and like what the end game is supposed to be, and kind of came to this realization that it doesn't really that no matter really no matter what Cody does with it, and I think Cody's great, but the character itself is a dead end. The character itself is destined to just end up being a joke, no matter how creepy or weird or dark Cody goes with it. I just don't see how it's never not going to be a joke. It, it just, it, it, it feels like, it, it just feels like at it, that end, if he's got to get out of this gimmick and he's got to do what Cody always seems to do during his career is do like strange character, reboot to normal Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. do another strange character, reboot back to normal Cody Rhodes. He needs to reboot back to normal Cody Rhodes. Hopefully, someone had this idea that at WrestleMania, instead of Goldust versus Stardust, that it would be Cody versus Dustin, and maybe that's the ploy, is that eventually they'll reboot back to Cody. But I just I just don't think the character is, is going to get anywhere. I mean, what... Is, is this getting... I don't even... Well, I, could, I don't know. I could, see, you know? I could see them doing, like, a paint versus career match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> Goldust is like, fine, Cody, you want me out of the, out of the WWF? That's fine. WWE. Whatever. WWE. <laughs> Goldust is back in 1998. <laughs> yes. That that was kind of what I was getting to with that. But if you want me out, if you want me out of the company, we'll have a match at WrestleMania. But if I win, you have to stop being Stardust. Hmm. And you have to bring my brother Cody back. Like I think I think that if Goldust wants to force Cody to drop the paint. He needs to drop the paint himself and just make it Dustin versus Stardust. Well, yeah. you, you you can do that afterwards. You can have you can have um, Goldust get the win at Mania, and then have the blow off at like Extreme Rules or whatever it is afterwards, and you can have them like just go balls fucking mm-hmm. out. The, the nice thing if the nice thing of like a paint versus paint match is that if Goldust wins and like.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.